Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Sunday Gear Up podcast. It is a beautiful, beautiful day out here in California, and I'm excited to be here. I wasn't excited to be here yesterday because uh, the thing I'm going to talk about today is persistence. And when you look at successful people, all successful people, and you're looking for patterns, like if you've ever wondered, why are some people so successful? Well, it has a lot to do with persistence. And so from the beginning, uh, whether they think they're good or not, they just keep going and going and going. And, you know, you look at cases like uh, Gary Vaynerchuk, I think, is a, is a beautiful example of that because, you know, when he first started his YouTube series, it was just with a camera and he just talked about some wine. And over time, he just got really good at it. And uh, that's one example. You can look at Arnold Schwarzenegger who wanted to be, you know, an actor and then turned bodybuilder and uh, or maybe it's the other way around. It's bodybuilder turned actor. And he, he came to America not knowing much about English. And then ultimately became a governor. So we could go through a lot of examples, but the reason why I'm bringing this up and the reason why I wasn't too happy yesterday was I learned a big lesson when it came to podcasting. Always save your work no matter what. And I actually did save my work. I, uh, I use a Linux machine and I use Audacity for a lot of uh, podcasting stuff. It's a great free program. So if you're into podcasting or need to do some auto editing, um, it's great. And um, I even uh, hacked my Chromebook so that it runs on uh, Linux. It's fun. It's a dual boot system. But anyway, so I recorded a great podcast. It was beautiful. It was wonderful. It was really inspiring. It was one of those moments where I just felt like I was so in the zone. Uh, and I get that way when I do coaching. And I'm sure you do too, you know, when you're in any sort of uh, activity, activity that you love, you know, we call that flow state, right? So I was in the zone, had this great podcast, and uh, I, was, I was moving some files around while I had the program opened in Audacity, and you can already see where this is going. I lost 20 minutes of material that I will never, ever, ever, ever get back. So, you know, one of the things I did talk about on that episode that I want to bring today is persistence and and part of the reason why grit to great is called grit to great is because it's that grit you know it's that persistence it's the sticking through it no matter what you know if you lose 20 minutes of great content that you'll never ever get back or you know you throw yourself out there if you're a uh, personal trainer right and you're trying to get clients and maybe this is all new to you and you're dealing with imposter syndrome it's about sticking through it no matter what because stuff's going to happen stuff's going to come up that you did not anticipate uh, that you wish didn't happen and it might throw you for a loop right you know people think that success is sort of this uh, uh, straight line upward you know like on an excel sheet or a graph they think it just goes straight up but it's really just kind of like a scribble line uh, you've probably seen that um, for lack of a better term motivational meme where it's uh, like a scribble that keeps going up and up and it goes down it goes up goes all around you know because sometimes we do go in circles sometimes we do go up and then we crash down and that's just how nature is you know whenever you're pursuing a goal that's just what's going to happen whether it's losing weight starting a business being a personal trainer uh, being a yoga instructor uh, whatever being an actor uh, being in LA here there's lots of actors and writers and I think the it's a tough business but one of the things that people give up on is themselves where they give up the idea uh, or the dream that they can do it. Because when you're in a tough business or when you're doing a tough goal, you're going to hit rejection over and over and over and over and over again. It's just going to happen. It's part 
of the game. So that's largely what I'm going to talk about today and bring to the table because that's just, it's such a key thing. You know, it doesn't matter your background. It doesn't matter uh, where you're coming from. You know, you could, you could have struggled or, you know, in childhood or in adult, you know, when we're teens, uh, like I did, I struggled a lot when I was a teen, uh, up until my early twenties. And then about 25, 26, I, I really started putting all this personal development stuff I've been reading about and, uh, absorbing and, and really put it to the test. So persistence, how do you stay persistence? How do you stay motivated? What if you wake up, you know, just feeling tired and, uh, you know, you just rather sleep in, uh, you know, or when you show up to work, you're just like, okay, I just got to get through eight hours, man. I just got to get through eight hours. How do you stay motivated? Well, if you don't have a purpose or something that you're largely connected to, it's going to be really hard to be motivated because when you do things that don't make sense to you or that are boring or so routine that this doesn't challenge your brain and you don't have something like a higher vision that connects what you're doing, the, you know, the, the thing that's just continuous and monotonous, if you don't have something that connects to that big overall why, then that's going to cause a lot of uh, trouble because you're just not going to see the point. And it's hard to stay motivated when you just don't see the point, right? Um, you know, if you have, like, for me, what's really boring is data entry. I just don't know why. It's just doing the same thing over and over and over again. It's just really boring to me. But, you know, for some people, it really uh, drives them. And that's great. It's, there's nothing good or bad here. But uh, there's been parts of my career where I have to do data entry. There's things I have to do now because the data entry keeps me accountable. It helps me see metrics and helps me see overall growth. And... The way I got over this and the way I got, uh, I, I used to not be very good with math either. Um, I don't know if you're, if you're good with math, maybe you love math. Uh, I just was never that great with numbers, but I've learned to appreciate numbers because numbers can tell me things that my gut intuition uh, would otherwise go against, right? So if it's, um, you know, with finances and saving money, you know, I, I love Amazon. In fact, Amazon, I think is going to have this big sale on Tuesday and, um, and my impulsive itch is like, oh man, there's so much stuff I want to buy, but do I really need it? You know, my impulsiveness says, well, yeah, duh, you need this. But mathematically, when I look at a budget, I'm like, you know what? No, I don't, I don't really need, you know, an extra iPhone case or, you know, another SD card or another uh, video game or book. I have a stack of books that I need to get through, you know, right now. So there's times where doing something that doesn't seem fun uh, really pays off. You know, um, I, another example is working out. A lot of people don't like working out. In fact, they have so much mind around it. Some people take years just to get to the gym again. And it's really the first, I would say, uh, one session that's really hard. It's really hard to get to that one session. But you go to that session, you work your butt off, and you feel good at the end. And then you're like, wow, why did I, why did I take so long in doing that? This is actually fun. This actually helped me. And then you get on the kick and hopefully the habit sets in after a few weeks and now it just becomes part of your life. And that's the way a lot of success is with, um, especially with persistence. You do it enough and then it just becomes part of you. You know, I, I don't know where this quote comes from, but I always say that success is a habit. It's a habit. You build habits that build success. And so 
that sounds great, right? But if you don't have an overall vision, something that you're really connected to, the why, as Simon Sinek likes to, uh, actually wrote a book about it, and there's a great YouTube video on it, um, TED Talk, actually, and it's the why that really, really, really matters. And if you don't have a why, then it's going to be really hard getting up in the day because then there's no point today. Like, why would you get up, right? You might, you might be like, yeah, Justin, why, why wouldn't you get up? So that's a big part of it. And, and this could be a good thing to focus for this week is, is figuring out what that why is or, re -get, or re, you know, connecting to that why. Because if you ever feel like you've fallen off, chances are you didn't really fall off per se. You just fell out of the why. You forgot the why. And so what is that why that we're speaking about? What is that overall vision? Well, from my perspective, everyone that comes to this planet has a gift. Some of you are really inclined to music. Some of you are really inclined to data entry. Some of you are really inclined to engineering. Some of you are really inclined to coaching and helping others. Some of you are really inclined with food and thank God because I love food, especially love good food. So everyone has a gift and you have a gift. So the question is, what is that gift? Chances are you don't need to do a lot of soul searching. You know what your gift is. I would bet a lot of money you know what your gift is. The, the thing is, is do you believe in your gift? You know, some people are like, oh, I, I, uh, I'm, I'm good at acting or I want to be an actor, right? And that's their dream, right? And that's the gift they want to end up giving to the world. But a lot of people give up on that dream because it's so hard, right? It takes a lot of work. And it's particularly with acting, the thing I, I, now I'm not an actor, but most of my friends, I have a lot of friends that are in the acting business. And the one thing that I think a lot of people don't realize in the acting business is that in order to get better as an actor, you actually have to get really in tune with yourself. Because good acting, it's hard to tell what's real versus real. You know, like what's real on the film, R-E-E-L. Uh, that's what my uh, coach actually talks about a lot is uh, is the difference between real and real R-E-A-L. So when it comes to your dream or your vision, it's do you believe in it? You know, or are you sitting there doubting it? Are you sitting there doubting that you're um, that, that it's not possible? Because if you're doubting that it's not possible, then you're going to get back into the circular argument of, well, then what's the point? And if you get into the circular argument of what's the point, then you're not going to find a point because our brains are like a computer. If you put something into it, it will find the answer somehow, some way. Think about uh, when you've learned a new language or learned a new skill, right? You didn't know anything about it until you put it into your brain and your brain found those answers. Right? Maybe not right away. Maybe it took a long time, like learning language doesn't happen right away, but it found those answers eventually. So you need to have something to live for because if you don't have something to live for, then that's where a lot of your pain's going to be. Or if you've fallen off, that's where your pain is. I, I really firmly believe that a lot of our pain is, is coming, most of us, for most of us, you know, barring mental disorders and things like that, but most of us, that are fairly healthy and functional have a lot of pain because we're not connected to anything. We're not connected to anything. So that's where that pain comes from. So you may have had these goals and these big aspirations and then life kind of threw some curveballs at you and it hurt a lot. 
And that hurting is coming from being disconnected to who you want to become. I guarantee it. So that's something to think about this week, you know, because when you have persistence, actually, when you have a why and then you have persistence, that's when magic starts happening, right? That's when you feel like you're connected. That's when you feel like you're aligned. And again, people don't feel aligned when they're disconnected from their purpose. So I here's some exercises, right? Here's a quick exercise you could do this week. This is a fun one to do because uh, I've done this before and I've had other people do this before and it's actually shocking what comes true. So on either a journal, in a journal, or what I like to do is take a kind of like a scroll of paper, right? Like a roll, like a small roll of paper and like a Sharpie. And what you do is you write out your five-year plan, right? Your five-year vision. So whatever you connect to, it could be your five-year vision, it could be a five-year plan, whatever it is that you feel connected to, it, this is your five-year plan. Except most people start with year one. I don't want you to start with year one. When you start your five-year vision, start with what you want to see in five years. Then from five years, you list out all those things of where you want to be, right? And then on year four, you build steps to get to year five. And then in year three, you build steps to get to year four. And then in year two, build steps to get to year three. And then year one, which is this year, what are you going to do to get to step two or year two, right? Make sense? So that way you're working backwards and you're figuring out the problem from the end goal to where you are now. And that will illuminate a very, very clear path. Now, I do want to mention that a lot of times when we think about our five-year plan or our five-year goals, it's better than what we have right now, right? They're improvements. The thing that really trips people up with this is that they sometimes get immediately sad because when you write out your goals in a five-year span, they're almost always going to be better than where you are now. And when you see something that's better than where you are now, it doesn't make you really appreciate that now, does it? So when you write out a five-year plan, this is just a, think of it as a path. It's not better than where you are now. It's just a path to where, to get to where you want to be. That's it. That doesn't mean discount where you are now because where you are now is how you get to where you want to be, right? Make sense following? So when you write out this plan, write out from the end to where you are now. So you have a clear, clear path and don't discount where you are now because you, where you are now is exactly where you need to be to get to where you want to go. Okay. Now that's a great exercise. And to help with that, don't be realistic. Be unrealistic. In fact, I argue be as, as unrealistic as possible. Why? Because when we start thinking about our dreams, right? What's the first thing? Oh, I really want to do this. Oh, I really want to do that. I want to, you know, make a lot of money. I want to travel a lot, right? And then what's the thought that comes in right after that? Oh, well, you can't do that. You don't make enough money. How can you travel the world when you make $30,000, $40,000 a year? Oh, man. Well, I can't travel the world then. Well, then what can I realistically do? And see, that's the problem. You put yourself in a box by thinking realistically. If you ever want to get somewhere, you have to think unrealistically. You have to, you have to do something that doesn't make sense to your mind. Because if it made sense to your mind, then you already have it, right? But see, that's the problem with the mind is it keeps you in a little box. So when writing out this five-year vision, 
be unrealistic and don't discount your now. And you can spend a few days doing this, but my recommendation is that you write it from a gut level because at a gut instinctual level, that's where your desire is. That's where your wants are and they're uninhibited by your rational brain, at least for a few seconds. The rational brain will come in and, and kick in and, and tell you why you can't do it. Especially if you have patterns of always discounting yourself, uh, which leads to low confidence and it leads to uh, uh, low self-belief and, and just, you know, victim mentality and all that kind of stuff, right? So think about that this week. Think about what you want to see for yourself in five years, what you want to build for yourself in five years, because this is a building process. Now, that being said, have fun with this process. So many people in personal development, I'm so guilty of this. You know, if you look at my Instagram account or my Twitter, it's always serious business most of the time, right? Because I, I, I take life, you know, seriously to a degree, but you can't take life so seriously that you forget to have fun because part of the reason we work on ourselves is so that we can enjoy our lives, but why not enjoy our lives now while we're working on ourselves, right? People always think, oh, I'll be happy once this happens. I'll be happy once that happens. Everyone does that. But that's not how, that's, it doesn't have to be that way. You can enjoy your life right now. And think of it like a video game. You just get to upgrade and upgrade and upgrade. I'm learning, um, I'm learning a new language. I'm actually learning Turkish so I can speak to my wife better because her family's from Turkey and, and that's where her heritage is. And how fun would it be to just converse with her in another language? I don't know another language yet. So that's fun. That's upgrading. So every time I do it, it's fun. It's like a video game. And if you really think about it, your brain can be programmed with things, right? Like learning a new language or getting better at math or learning how to code an iPhone app. So think of all, all, think of that as you think about what you'd like to see for yourself. If you want to upgrade, it's so easy. You have to put in the work, right? It's so easy. You have to put in the work. Oh, but Justin, that's the hard, hardest part. Not when you have a clear why. When you have a clear why, why do you want these things you know, in five years, why? What's the driving force? Is it is it because you want to feel free? Is it because you want to be your own boss? Is it because you want to experience the world? Is it because you understand that you only have one shot? As far as we're as far as we know, uh, unless you you know believe in reincarnation, you know, do you want to make the most out of this life? What is it? Why? What's the driving force? Do you want really rich relationships? So get to the why, and then when you get to the why, ask yourself why at least three more times, so you can really get to the root of it. that make sense? You need to have a why in order to grow. If you don't have a why, you can't grow because there's no point. So think about that this week. Make this week your five-year vision, right? In fact, I don't know, whenever you listen to this podcast, do it in the next few hours. Get excited. Get jazzed up. Get, get the why. You can always upgrade. It's just on you. It has to be on your terms most of the time. So it's not just going to happen and fall in your lap. You have to go out there and create it. You have to go out there and create it. But again, have fun. Have fun with the process. You know, I won't get into this on this episode. Maybe I will on an episode, another episode. But if you think about it, life's kind of like a video game, right? You just you can upgrade if you want or you can stay stuck in the same place. But it's kind of like a big video game. And that's the beautiful thing is when you start to look at your life and, and your, you know, excuses and self-defining labels that are negative they are really just kind of made up and if you can make up those things about yourself why don't you make up things that actually help you so think about that this week 
enjoy this week. And you know, if you got a five-year vision, email it to me. Let me know. It's Justin at grittogreat.life. That's Justin at grittogreat.life. Let me know. Share it. I'd love to review it. Love to help you out. Fine-tune it. We can work on it together. So anyways, that's it for this week. Enjoy the rest of your week. Have a beautiful rest of the day, whenever, whatever day it is for you when you hear this. And I will talk to you 